0: Welcome back. You're listening to Sunday Sweets on 90.7 Sin. You're here with Caitlin, Lucas, Isabella, plus one very special guest.
1: One very special guest.
0: We are featuring a local album called The American Dream by the wonderful Trophy Eyes. And we have with us Mr. John Floriani. How are you doing today?
2: Good, thanks. How
0: are you doing? Oh, wonderful. So great to have you in here. Thank you for chatting with us today about your newest music.
2: Uh, where are you right now?
3: Where are we calling you from?
2: Um, uh, I'm in a mall right now, sitting down. Uh, I was just grocery shopping, just doing some normal people stuff. and <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah taking, a, taking a pretty chill Sunday. Yeah. Firstly,
1: firstly, I just want to say congratulations on the album.
2: Thank you very much, I appreciate it.
1: It's, um, a really awesome variety of, of tracks. Did you find it easy or hard to write them?
2: Um, no, I mean, I guess, um, the best songs kind of come, the easiest, you kind of sit down, they, they write themselves, you know, and, uh, a lot of the tracks off the, off the American Dream were exactly that, just kind of, uh, came from a very honest place and very easy to get them out, you know, um, and I guess, uh, it's more fun than hard as well, like, uh, it's a, it's a great way to express yourself and, um, Therapeutic as well to so like write mm. music and, and uh, you know create and express um, what you're feeling. So yeah, not not so much hard, but I think um, you know not easy as well. You like a uh, putting a song together is a lot of work, but um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's hard. It's
3: no. a rel- labour of love sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, hundred
2: percent. Yeah,
3: and. um
1: I believe that, uh, like, you said that you spent a lot of time in um, America's Deep South writing. What is it about um, the Deep South that inspires so many musicians? Um,
2: that's a good question. I think, you know, I think there's something really uh, special and romantic about the Deep South, um, how simple it is, how nice the people are. There's that term, Southern hospitality, which is just kind of, People really, really care down there. Uh, there's still that kind of tip your hat, howdy kind of thing going on, especially in this small town, Belton that I was in. Um, and the weather, the stillness, and like just the all around aesthetic and the vibe, um, I think it's just a great place to go. You get those creative juices, and um, you know, I think a lot of people that write music and a lot of musicians, they uh, they're romantics as well. And there is definitely something kind of like uh, Texas is kind of stuck in time. And um, it's beautiful, you know, like a hot summer night in Texas with fireflies and mm. fireworks going on somewhere and uh, people listening to to country music, drinking whiskey at a bar that you can smoke inside of. Like, it, it's, it's um, yeah, it's very pretty, very romantic.
1: And do you think that that is the American dream, I guess?
2: I think the American dream has many different um, meanings. Um, you know, I know that... the. My interpretation of the American dream is that there is a place out there, somewhere that you could just work hard at, and, um, and there's that freedom of just do whatever you want. If you work hard enough at it, you could have what you dream of. You know, um, I guess that's the American dream. I guess in a lot of ways, Texas represents that. Texas is uh, everything's real big in Texas. You know, big cars, big food, big buildings. It's a mm-hmm. place of excess. So, um, yeah, I guess it, it does. It does. Um, have that quality to it, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very poetic interpretation of the environment that you were in. Does that mean that with this new sound, this new experiment of an album, The American Dream, that you feel you've moved forward as an artist? Have you matured in your style or songwriting?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you have to think so, otherwise I guess it's time to quit. <laughs> um, we, I guess as a songwriter, you, you want to um, get better with every song, you know, like practice... Yes perfect, it's like anything, you know, for, say, building a kitchen table, I doubt your first kitchen table is going to be the very best one you ever made, but after a long time, you would kind of advance in that skill, and um, eventually the kitchen tables get more like kitchen tables, and I think that's the same way, strange analogy, I know, but um, it's. I think it's the same thing for music, you know, you kind of, you write these songs, and you, um, and when you first start out, every song you write is shit, I've never met an artist that wrote their first yeah. song, and, it, and it, was, it was a good one, you know. Um, But, uh, yeah, definitely, I think that I definitely advanced in songwriting and um, definitely grew up a little bit as a musician. And, um, yeah, 100%, I agree with you. And in
0: line with that, I feel like when we, when us three listened to your new music, we felt... Yes, there was a development in your style as well as in your vocal ability as well. We love how you sometimes you bring a little bit down low in the depth, but also with a few death growls. It, it adds a different type of sounds, as new um, albums, so we're actually all really proud for, of um, Trophy Eyes and how far you're going. Do you thus predict that perhaps forthcoming albums will be inspired by new places each time? Will you maybe <laughs> go to a different town in Australia or Barcelona to make an album based on that experience? You know what?
2: I'm not... I'm not sure. I'm kind of trof- writing a song for Trophy Eyes or an album for Trophy Eyes. has always just been kind of whatever comes out, comes out. And then most of the time, when I get about halfway through the record, I start to notice that they, uh, you know, taking a theme. And the songs that I like mm-hmm. and the songs that I keep—they all sound like something. They all sound like a place or a time or have the, like a something I can tie them together. And that's kind of about when I get the album's concept and start pushing that point. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that like in the next couple of years like I will be in a place and something will happen to me and everybody's always changing and growing, you know, and yes. that's kind of what I think about. So I could be anywhere in the world, but it might be a place, it might be a time, it might be a person that that um that I decide to write about next. But um yeah. So who knows, it could be a place. It could be it could be uh maybe uh I don't know, Tokyo or something. <laughs> I might <know>,
1: yeah. go <laughs> there. Um, this track that we're going to play next is uh, called Something Bigger Than Us. Can you tell us a little bit about what this track is about?
2: Sure. Um, it's about uh, uh, a time that I I was living, well, I wouldn't say by myself, in a share house. Um, like a, a very large terrace house. There was a train track up front of my house. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember one morning I was going to, uh, going to go and buy... I was, I was just going to go by life, a lo- uh, sorry, a lot of bread. And um, yeah, when I walked outside the train had stopped before the station and there was like police everywhere and uh, the, the train was full of commuters and they were all kind of stuck there and looking around and I was like, oh, I wonder why the train stopped. And later, on, I, later on, I found out that uh, someone had actually jumped in front of the train, like a teenage boy jumped out in front of the train and killed himself. So. And that song's kind of about how strange it is to me that someone was was there uh mentally you know that decided like I can't possibly go on and I was in such a you know a nonchalant mental space thinking huh I need a loaf of bread you know and it's just it's so strange to me those polar opposites and then it also kind of prompted me to think like I wonder wonder what it takes to get there wonder what it takes to get down there to be train tracks and be thinking like that and you know if we're all just kind of one bad day away from a situation like that and um yeah, I didn't know the guy, and you know, I didn't, um, I didn't want to like find his name or put his name out there or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, yeah. uh, out of respect for him and his family. But yeah, I guess it was just that situation. And then you really think about my life and what I'm doing and is what I'm doing important and am I doing it right? So yeah, yeah I guess that's what uh, about. Pretty solemn, <laughs> pretty solemn track. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. And with, like, the chorus, like, it says, like, it doesn't make sense, sense m- right now, but um, it all will when the lights go out. Is that sort of, like, a metaphor as to, like, um, there's, like, a greater meaning, like, to life? Yeah. Like, if you're wondering, like, why has this happened?
2: I think um, a lot of people uh, uh, I've spoken to have kind of taken it that way. I not think that's quite interesting, but I think, for um, me, it was, I wrote that and then re- repeated it as much as I could as, um that as uh you know as the the voice in your head that when life doesn't make sense and people just find the only way out is, is to kind of um is to commit suicide or, or to, to die like or you know uh, suicidal thoughts or tendencies and things like that things of um, uh yeah like deep depression and anxieties uh, people think like that that the only answer is is to mm-hmm. die so um again yeah there was just kind of like being that voice in the head, and that's why that uh, doesn't make much sense right now, but there'll be peace, uh, there'll be, so, not to promote it, but more to just, like, make mm. people aware of what that mm. feels like, and what that person's hearing, I guess, just uh, to do it over and over and over, and kind of, really can't escape it in that song, and I imagine that's what it's kind of like in people's heads.
0: Very interesting, and thank you for sharing that story, I'm sure we all have that boy and his family in our hearts as we... Um, Think about their plight and how people can struggle with these things. In hearing about this song, if you, the listener, have need to talk about these things or touch on some issues that you're dealing with, please don't hesitate to call these helplines Beyond Blue at 1300 224636 or Lifeline at 13 That was John from. Trophy Eyes, John Floriani, and here is their newest song, Something Bigger Than This, from the American Dream.
3: We still have John from Trophy Eyes on the line. Um, That song that we just played was Something Bigger Than This. Um, And, John, um, one of the other songs that we're going to be playing coming up is Miming in the Choir.
1: Um, it has, like, a sort of, I, I noticed, a, like, a self-deprecating, self-loathing element to um, miming in the choir. Um, is it hard to write about, like, that kind of that kind of element? And then I noticed that there was a line in it that says, I guess I'm happy with my damaged ways. Is it something that you're learning to, I guess, embrace?
2: Sorry, that line,
1: what was that line? Uh, I guess I'm happy with my damaged ways.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And what was the, the question was about that? Sorry, uh,
1: it's, it's got a, a like sort of a self loathing element to the song, so are you learning to, I guess, embrace those coming fo- or moving forward? I guess,
2: yeah, I suppose so. Um, the song's kind of about, uh, yeah, be it like, uh, self destructive behavior, I guess, um, drinking, partying, uh, you know, I've, I haven't been like the, uh, the best person for for a long time, uh, mm-hmm. especially in my uh, early to late teens. And, um, yeah, I don't know, that song is uh, definitely kind of coming to terms with and being honest with myself about that kind of behavior. And, um, but also there's kind of like a, a nicer silver lining to the song, which, which is kind of like that honesty. And, um, you know, that's that's the first part. That's the first step in kind of uh, fixing. That kind of pattern behavior, and also having a reason now, like uh, ha- having met somebody recently, and, and uh, you know, kind of turning my life around a little bit. It's kind of a reason now to to, to go on, and uh, yeah, this is a, it's, a, it's a pretty deep song, pretty personal song. Um, and I guess one of the one of the key uh, ideas that I I wanted to play with in that song is that I remember watching an you know, old record one day, and a guy said he was, he was talking about how uh, he kind of like. Run his life out, uh, and he was kind of sour, old, and bitter, and yeah. nothing tasted good anymore. And um, uh, yeah, and he he referred to that. The phrase was mining in the choir," and uh, I guess that means yeah, like kind of like living something but not actually doing it, or like being alive but not actually living. I guess, and uh, yeah, that's something that i wanna, uh that's something I want to touch on in that song. So yeah, I guess around the like the Kind of sum that up. Yeah, it is a it's a quite self-deprecating song, but also about uh, being honest with yourself and looking at that and shedding a light on those kinds of those um, those behaviours and and uh, getting better in the end and realizing uh, you know like a I want to care when the lights go out. It's kind of like I want to I want to like my life again. I want to I want to start living again, and I, I want to be loved and mm-hmm. I want to love. So, it's yeah. a really
1: like empowered song. I, I I found that, anyways, listening to it.
2: Thank you. Sorry, what was it?
1: A, a, an empowering song. I oh, like good. I, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's good.
3: <laughs> yeah, and um, just looking at your calendar, uh, so you guys will be, like, heading overseas, doing, like, a little bit of a world tour sort of thing, um, playing uh-huh. a few festivals around the world, and then you're also coming back to Oz to do uh, a headline tour for the album in uh, October. That's okay. right, yeah. It's very exciting, and you can catch them um, all up the East Coast, Melbourne... Adelaide, Sydney, Brisbane. And um, yeah, and how's the live show shaping up for that?
2: Um, it's really cool, man. We've been doing, like, uh, we've been talking about all kinds of different uh, production stuff. Obviously, uh, with the size of the venues and kind of the, the success we've had recently, we get to really uh, put a lot more of our budget back into show production and um, making it something a little bit more than just going and watching Trophy Eyes play some songs, you know, so um, this time around, yeah, we're really excited to kind of play with production lights and all kinds of crazy different stuff, and um, also some, you know, some really engaging moments is kind of what we're after, so you can kind of, uh, hopefully you can expect to go there and be truly moved. And, be, and feel like a part of the, the show and and more like experience it than just listen to songs. That's our goal.
0: Well, that sounds like a wonderful thing to witness, and I hope everyone checks out Trophy Eyes and John Floriani on all of those socials to so check out their shows, learn more about their music. We thank you so much for joining us thank on you Sunday Sweets. So Great talking about your music and learning about the artistry, and wish you all the best for the future.
2: Thank you very much. It's sweet of you. Thanks for having me.